Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Spring training has started, and what do you need to watch out for? You guys tell us on today's episode of Talking Baseball. Boom, 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 boom. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Trevor joining us from California and BBD behind the dish. It's February 19th as we record this. I just want to let you know that the very next game of Blitzball Battle 4 is me and Jake mm-hmm. versus Trev and his brother. Wow. Baggage versus Forgotten wow. Rotten. Ooh, haven't faced each other since the championship game. A BB one. Mm. So how did that work out like that? That's crazy. Pretty wild. So go check mm-hmm. that out. I think that's tomorrow night, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, February 20th at uh, 8 PM on the warehouse games channel. Game Jake, one already out. How you doing? James, Trev Davis. Glad you're glad you're starting to feel better. Big guy. Uh, I'm doing well. Anniversary birthday weekend for me and Jamalope. Some Snell rumors are swirling. uh, And I'm excited to see where, you know, Jim, I know you you got into some internet weeds last week between, like, not being kind of ready and excited for baseball season slash spring training and people reporting. To now, I think you've done like a 180 of like yeah. pumping into my veins. Yeah, last week with uh, TPPs coming out, PPPs for Talking Yanks, the Cashman interview for our thousandth episode, and then all the spring training, like every manager met and talked about, and like we got like all the fake storylines. So we went from the deadest week ever, which I said I didn't like, and Astros fans decided to say I'm a giant piece of shit for three days straight. And now I'm like fully caught up in the hype that is early spring training, which I think is fine. Trev, are you excited? I know you've been sick, but are you excited about uh, all the health, best shape of our lives updates we're getting? I am. I do have one question before I get into that. Who lost more bodily fluids this weekend, me or Jake? Mm. Different orifices, but mm. you don't know similar that. amounts. You don't know that. Um, I am excited about all this. You know, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but we've already had a few of our normal, like not normal, but spring spring training injuries happen. So we got Bradish going down. We got yeah. uh, Josh Jung pulling the calf, and it's like I think this this type of stuff. When not even those organizations, but other organizations, are like oh yeah, injuries happen. Like we had the eternal optimism going on. Now it's like reality mm. is setting in. We're facing live hitters. Like oh that the guy we we think we're counting on, like he kind of looks crappy in those live ABs. Like maybe we should go get someone. Like I think there's going to be a flurry of movement soon here. Um, I like all the, you know, like the Xander Bogarts news, like all this yeah. stuff is happening. It's the, baseball season's back. It's, it's, it's so fun. I know games are starting in like two days or something like that. It seems like it's really quick, but um, I'm into it, man. I, I, I want, I want things to start going because I want to be able to confidently do our last TPPs without having to worry about like, dude, are we going to miss the biggest transaction of that team? So I think things because of all those injuries and reality setting in is about to start happening. I am excited. Uh, I was going to say something about the free agent signings and the Orioles and I forget, but we got a lot of voicemails coming up. So I'm excited about that. I was, fuck. I was going to ask you guys opinion on something. Mm. Oh, Orioles are one of these calls, not the first one. I was going to say this. The Bogarts news okay. is crazy. That's awesome. awesome. It's awesome, but nuts. They've now signed two shortstops to long-ass term deals that are not playing shortstop. Like you're three of those deals. Yeah, in the last four years, they signed Tatis and Xander to be their long-term shortstop, and now they're playing right field and second base. Shortstop's one of those positions you play it so you can't. Yeah, Je- yeah, Trevor. Usually, half the money goes towards the short. <laughs> like they're not signing yeah. those contracts, contracts at that dollar amount if they are playing right field and second base. Those guys will gladly move off because they already got paid. Yeah, that's right. You paid it, paid for a premium position, and uh, I mean, at least Tatis has made it like he's still a premium defender. It might not yeah. be at a premium position, but he's still, yeah. Marcus Simeon at they second like, base. 
They like still yeah. might move Tatis to center at some point. I don't think this year, but I think it makes a lot of sense to move him to center, but whatever. I want to hear what the people are saying. And if you want to hear what one of our people is saying, new show alert, Swamp Donkey Radio, Sweet Lorenzo from We Got Ice. Three homer first inning last night. How about that? Everything's coming up. Uh, Go check it out. Was listening to the first ep on the way in. Zoe is an old school sports radio guy. Wanted to dip his pen in, and he's dipped it. Producer Ronnie. Uh, and they're talking a lot of baseball and some other sports around the way. So go check out uh, Swamp Donkey Radio with our sweet Lorenzo D'Amalia. Voicemail number one. While we're on the Padres. Hey, talking baseball. Huge fan here. Um, Padres fan. And uh, I know you guys, no disrespect, but don't give much love to the Padres. But biggest problem is don't have an outfield and uh, going to see what our pitching staff looks like. Relief pitching and uh, looks great, but I'm happy that the Padres are finally letting their prospects go up. That's their biggest problem is pitching, develop- pitching and prospect development. And finally, hopefully, we can see that actually work in the future here um, and actually finally see some of our rookies that are in top 10, top 100 prospect rankings do well. Um, let me know your guys' thoughts. Thank you, and love you guys. Well, tough. Thanks. For, thanks. He said you don't. <laughs> yeah, the Padres what? are good, but then the problem is they don't have an outfield and the and the rotation, and those are important elements of a team, especially the rotation. We just started talking about the Padres before we even had a Padres voicemail. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we talked about the Padres probably too much for what they've well, done. Well, he said we don't think they're good. I think. I don't know. I get but then he doesn't think they're good, Trev. It's fine. He said right. we don't have an outfield, which they don't, and that their rotation isn't great, which it isn't. It's not. It could be good. It's not on paper right now like steady. Their top three could be very strong. Yes. I mean, Musgrove, Darvish, and Mike King, like that could be a sneaky top three if everyone's healthy and pitching and performing. You get scared. It's rotation depth and that outfield, which I, you know, feel like there's got to be a solution here. Or do they have their DH spot open? Like, let's, can we put someone else on the fathers so they can be feeling a little better? Who do you Profar's want? promised the left field spot right now because they, they needed a second outfielder. Can, mean, you give, can you give us a scouting report on Randy Vasquez? Like, you guys saw him pitch, right? Big curveball, uh, like modern-day fastball, like a sneaky, you know, probably sits mid-90s. Um, the fastball and curve were nice. He he very much needed a third pitch. So, um, I don't know. Like, if he was – how about this? If he was listed as the Yankees' fifth pitcher, we would be nervous this season. Um, I'd be – we'd be probably livid. Yeah. So – Six, seven, cool. Yeah, hey. Five, scary. Young player, maybe it kicks in a gear more. I like what the Padres said. Like, their bullpen could come together. I've kind of forgot about their two international guys they brought in. Like, if the, if those guys are good, they could have, like, a good, deep bullpen. Um, but, yeah, I you'd really like to see, Like, right now, their roster resource has Manny Machado listed as the DH and Matt Batten, uh, good baseball name, listed as the third baseman. Uh, you wonder, like, we've been looking for the... I know they need lefties, but we've been looking for a J.D. Martinez team. Like, would be interested in that. And a guy like Eddie Rosario or someone left-handed who could play some corner outfield and DH a little bit. Like, it feels like that would balance out the lineup a lot. And that those players are still kind of out there. But, yeah, need to see a little more from, from the Padres. There's... There's outfielders available. It just depends kind of like what you want to do. I don't think this team's in the the running to go sign a, a Cody Bellinger unless it's on a one-year deal, which I don't think he's going to take. He doesn't. He shouldn't take that. So, you know, you'd have to, yeah, get creative. You talked about um, Eddie Rosario. How about another uh, twin? Max Kepler's still rumored to be traded. I know the Yanks have been talking about him for quite some time, but I think that they have addressed some of their outfield stuff, so I don't know if he's really fits there anymore. I mean, there's guys to be had. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Again, we just talked about screen training and the injuries and and kind of teams really 
begin to view their roster in the real light because when you're just sitting looking at it on paper, it looks great. But then when you see it perform and you see what's out there right in front of you, you start to make decisions. So uh, it could be as simple as that. Over the next couple of weeks, they might sign a few guys. And in this instance, go sign two or three guys and see which one pops off, see which one fits uh, your team. It doesn't have to be a big signing to do that. Jake, are you a fan of Matthew Batten? <clears throat> um, I like the name. From Trumbull. Shelton went to Trumbull High School. Shelton. So now are you a fan of him? Man. Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. Jake's a fan. Bring in Padres. Adam Duvall. Sure. Michael A. Taylor. Moms love him. Well, what's their situation with money? Aren't they not? Like, I think they, they can't bring in a big you can't get a, You can't get someone for free. Yeah, but they traded Soto away because he's making, what, 25 mil or something like that? Like, so how much can 31. they spend? 31. So how much can they spend? 10? I mean, Tommy um, Pham is out there. Uh, you know, like, maybe you want to keep him away from San Diego. I don't know. But like, there's guys out there. We'll see. Robbie, then you know what? Robbie Grossman, your guy. Just move more infielders to the outfield. They're good at bat. Thanks, did it last year. Didn't bat. work. Jake Bowers. Hmm. See you available? Brewers. Ah. How's it going? My name is Dan. I'm a diehard Mets fan. Dan the Mets and fan. Going into spring training, I'd say the biggest storyline for the team is who is going to be the starting first baseman, either Brett Beatty or Mark Vientos. Um, you know, they they both didn't do great last year. Vientos showed some flashes, but his defense wasn't great. Um, we're only in this spot because Ronnie Mauricio, you know, after the year with the ACL. But I think it's going to be really interesting to see because I think it's probably going to be Beatty, but I wouldn't exactly be surprised if it's Vientos. So that'll be a big thing to watch. Uh, thanks for taking this, and yeah, keep up the good work, boys. Starting third baseman. Third base. I third base. I think he third said baseman. first, but it, they're competing for third. Man, Beatty had a tough go last year at on the senior circuit. I I didn't realize how tough those numbers got. Um, <laughs> career great in the minors, so you you always wonder can can a light bulb go off for a young guy, lefty third baseman? Um, yes, it can. Yeah, right. Like he's he's still very young, and I mean you know Vientos is yeah Vientos is twenty four. I I his numbers were pretty tough, but a lot a lot less run. Uh, he only played sixty five games last year, so. Yeah, I don't. I I would I would like to know, and I'd probably bump Jolly Olive or Mets fans because you guys know your team a little better. But like, who does it? Like Trev, you said a lot of these spring training stuff are you know kind of known in the front office. I I I wonder if they're like if they who do they want? Do they want Beatty? I don't know. Well, I bet they want they wanted Ronnie Mauricio, then he gets hurt. I think that's kind of you're sitting there saying this guy's probably going to be our third base. If we have these guys waiting in the wings, if something happens and then all of a sudden something happens and now you have to make a decision. This, there are times where you go into a spring training and you like legitimately just want to see what these guys look like. Like how was their off season? How are they looking against live pitching? It doesn't mean that if you play well in spring training that you're going to be in the big leagues and you're going to perform well, but it might mean you get the first shot at it. If they're between two guys, they might look at spring training and not statistics necessarily, but What's the quality of your at-bats? You know, uh, were you making good contact? How'd you look defensively? And between Vientos and Beatty, they're probably going to be deciding who gets the first shot. Doesn't mean, you doesn't mean you have, you know, you have the job the entire year because you have to go perform at the big league level. But I, 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 I'd, I'd bet that they'll have those guys on different schedules so they get to see them performing against the, the A pitchers. Uh, and then kind of making their their decision from there. That's kind of usually how something like this would work, where I think I've said that in the past, where like these spring training battles are bullshit. If an injury happens like it did, where the the guy that you want to start that position is out for the year, then yeah, you might actually have a battle. I mean, who cares? What? They should just pick up someone outside. Their whole thing is one-year deals, play them and try to – Trade them at the deadline if they're worthwhile. Like, are they – do they need to give these guys reps to see what they're going at? Can they go get your guy Longoria? Can they get Urshela? Mm. Can they pick up a dude who's – Joey Wendell's on the I don't. Bench. I don't think they would do that because they they're, were, you know, they're treating this as like a bridge year. They, they want to see what these guys have. 
Like, do he, they? Like, if you can get one of these guys making league minimum, and, and like, oh, this is an answer, a solution for us, then great. Well, that's my question. I mean, it's still too early to pull the plug on both these guys. I know. Yeah, exactly. But everywhere else, they're just, like, they were linked to get Urshela, and then you still have so many, like, third basemen that you can get on a one-year deal out there if that's yeah. uh, what they want to do. So I wouldn't be shocked if they invite one of these guys to camp. Uh, I'd love Longo because I, I just got into the splits a little bit and neither of these guys hit lefties. So if you could just have Longo, A, that's a win. And then just Longo's your lefty mash and third baseman. Like, that's his role. Be a veteran. Take some of these guys under the wing. Um, would like that. I mean, Beatty's still so young, dude. Yeah. I mean, what about Donnie Barrels? Is he with the team? He's not. He's a free agent. He's loose right now. He's not. I don't know how much third base he can still play. Yeah, I guess so. But he hit last year. He did hit last year. All he knows. All he knows. Mets, bring Josh Donaldson in. Do it. You won't. Mm. (laughs) Brad Miller? Oh. He's having a baby, or did he have a baby? We asked you. I'd ask you. All right. So I think it's we don't know up in the air. But we're not supposed to know. They're telling us. Go nuts, watch one of the for kids. It. I'm watching out for it. Who's going to be the third baseman for the Mets? Thank Eight you for your call, Dan. training and RBIs. Dan, Dan, the Mets fan. What's up, guys? Um, Blue Jays fan here calling in. I think that uh, the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to watching this year, because, um, I mean, unless we add another, another bat to the lineup, which I think everyone is calling for, uh, we, you know, we – we, the team kind of is what it is, and really the only battle, I think, is uh, to see how that fifth spot in the rotation shakes out. We have Alex Manoa obviously working his way back. Ross Atkins has kind of said that that is probably who's going to take it, but Yariel Rodriguez also getting stretched out. Uh, so just Ricky Tiedemann, top prospect, also looking at the knocking on the door there. So interesting to see how that plays out. There, I, the, the Manoa updates were some of the ones that were yeah. fun. Like I was like, okay, cool. Like that's a fun storyline. I saw, uh, um, blanking on manager's name, pissing me off that I can't think of it. Schneider. Schneider. I was gonna say Hyde. That's the Orioles, but Burley guys. Uh, talking about it, like yeah, you know, he come in good shape, his head's good, and then Manoa had some good quotes about it, like thinking like last year's actually a benefit, and yes, all of first week of spring training quotes are of this kind. But I was like, ooh, okay. A bounce back year for Manoa, that would be fun. Or Ricky Tiedemann? Tiedemann, Tiedemann. Uh, yeah, he was Tiedemann. Big, uh, big lefty. It's still yeah, they, super young. They signed Rodriguez, who was like kind of like a multi-inning reliever. He could be like a piggyback guy. And Bassett just had some quotes um, in an article talking about, I believe their rotation through the most innings in all of baseball last year. And they were like just healthy. And he's saying, and he, he was just talking like, we have one of the best pitching staffs in all of baseball. And he really believes that. But then he said, you know, these guys coming up, you know, Tiedemann and the other guys, what Francis, he goes, if they came up and all of a sudden they became our number one starter, it wouldn't shock any of us. That's how good a stuff they have. So if you're talking about, Four legit starters in your rotation, and then you have France, Tiedemann, and uh, Rodriguez, and Manoa. That, 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 be happy with that, dude. Like, go look around the state of baseball and look at rotations. There's very few teams that have five, like, bona fide starters in their rotation. It's always the back end is always a, a, a swing state where you have a guy that, yeah, you, he, he could be good, uh, but here's a couple guys you know, either in the bullpen to start the year or in AAA. Like, I think the state of the Blue Jays pitching staff is is pretty dang good. I love the Blue Jays pitching, man. Uh, it that The stuff about those prospects are right. Like, they're not being banked on. But, it, you know, for prospects, like we talk about, if something clicks, like if one of those guys starts to click, then this team is either going to have the capital to, like, do a significant move. Because the lineup is just bizarre. Like, it, and, you know, it's kind of the signature of this Blue Jays team, right? Like, Bichette, Vladdy, even George Springer was kind of, you know, one of those first big free agents they brought in. Like, those top four now being righties, and they signed Justin Turner. I know those guys can hit anyone, 
But like balance just matters. Like it's it's a signature of baseball over time that you wonder if they see something like that. If there's a trade out there to be made for a significant lefty bat that could break up those guys, I think it would really make the Blue Jays feel a lot different. Um, so I, I don't know what's out there. I don't know what's on the table. For spring training, I think Manoa looking like himself would be just such a positive story for that team. Like, he became a vocal leader for them. Um, and that would just be nice. Like, wow, this guy that we kind of looked at as our one or two last year, now he's our five and he looks good. I, I think that's what you want. And, I mean, Tiedemann is still so young that it's like, you know, that, that guy can get a couple more reps, and if you need him, you call him up. But um, I don't know. That that Blue Jays lineup send, sends me spinning like once a week. If Blake Snell went to the Blue Jays, Ooh. it would be a incredible fit, and it would just make sense. Although, don't you guys have some New York Yankees or – Stadium stats. Strowman not good at Strowman no, Snell. Uh, okay, fine. If he's meh, it's fine. I mean, he would look great, but he would look great on any uniform. I'm just saying I, I, that culture and everything. I could see Snell really thriving. Yeah, in Toronto. Article from two days ago says uh, about the Blue Jays' number five starter job still up for grabs. Alec Manoa. They also list Bowden Francis, Mitch White. Oh, Yaria Rodriguez and Tiedemann, who is young, but I guess he they say here he's built like a Greek god mm. and is mm. like the most in, like last year he was one of the best stories out of spring, and now he's one of the best stories out of spring again. I guess hasn't even started. They like him. Lefty pitcher. There we go. Whippy action. One hundred. Long lefty. Twenty years old. Maybe twenty one. I'd put sign me up. One year, one year, and one start in AAA last year, though. So I think you gotta pump the brakes on that. They don't pump the brakes anymore, dude. There ain't no brakes. I know it's we've gotten very anymore. young with the uh, offensive players. I don't know if they've gotten young with pitchers. I could be wrong. Might as well take. This is my thought process. If I'm a, if I'm a front office person, because they all call themselves different things. President of baseball ops, GM. Who gives a shit, bro? Just fucking put the roster together. If I was one of those guys, save your bullets for the big leagues. I don't need your bullets in the minor leagues, right? Mm -hmm. Like every pitcher has a limited amount of bullets before shit happens. I mean, there's very few guys that play their career and don't have some sort of arm issue. So let me get let me get those good young bullets mm. in the big leagues. I don't need them in the minor leagues. How about that? Okay, Yuri Perez is the Welcome. name you would say for Tiedemann. He was in. He skipped AAA, got called up uh, when he was twenty years old. So Marlins did it. Know what the name I would say? What would you say? I'd say Nutrafol. Ooh. Okay. Eighty percent of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime. Hello. It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. Get ahead of it. With Nutrafol, clinically tested hair growth supplement for men. Number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair. Uh, there's a sneaky JM person who we just found out is a big Nutrafol user. Don't know if I can reveal it. You'll have to tune in next time. Mm. Say thicker again. Thicker. Uh, and if you use code TALKBASE, about that? Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code TALKBASE. You get $10 off your first month subscription plus free shipping. There's a link in the description. Go get ahead of it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol. Hey, Talking Baseball. This is Marshall from Maryland. Uh, I wanted to say that I think the Orioles and their biggest spring training storyline is probably their young pitching. Um, not so much Bradish, but more so, not so much Bradish and Burns, but more so Rodriguez and Kramer to see if they're still where they at, where they were at last year. Um, I also think to see if Jackson Holiday is going to make the opening day roster. Um, I think that could be big. I think, you know, he seems like a nice, handsome young fella. Um, and I've heard his defense is even better than Gunners. Um, the last thing would be Dylan Tate. There was a video that came out uh, a few days ago about of him throwing like 103 or something crazy. Um, 
So to see if he can come back and maybe he can fill in that closer role if, if Trimble can't do it. All right, have a good one. Jake sucks. Oh, oh my gosh, I forgot they signed Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. That was not on my radar. Him in orange is going to be interesting. Corbin Burns, every time I see him in orange, I'm like, it kind of plays. It looks a little strange, but okay. The same what was the question? The Jackson Holiday going to make camp, or like the team out of camp, and then like the young pitchers, how are they going to bounce back? Or not bounce back, but like how are they going to use their sophomore year, essentially? Yeah. And since this guy called in, the Braddish injuries happened, so I think the, the young pitchers are even more of a storyline now. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys know I'm Orioles till I die. Um, the pitching, obviously more interested to see now. I mean, Braddish was incredible last year. I do think the order of operations is funny. Like, if Braddish had gotten hurt and then they traded for Corbin Burns, I think we would have been like, oh, Damn, look at that. Bradish gets hurt. They get Burns. That's their replacement. Instead, it happens after, and we're like, ooh, this is going to hurt the Orioles. Uh, interested to see their pitching depth and how the young guys bounce back. Obviously, I think that's a fair topic. I think they've got enough guys that they'll get something out of that. Um, and then Holiday, yeah, that's interesting because, you know, he's essentially been promised. Like, if you check, <laughs> you know, you don't want to be this guy, but, like, MLB social media is all over this guy. Like, we're doing segments. The Orioles are pretty much acting like he's their shortstop. That, I guess, for me, I just wouldn't want it to be, like, you know, those final days of camp. You find out Jackson Holiday is going to start in AAA. Like, imagine the, the message that would send to the team. So, I'd like to think that's not happening. But, I don't know, we seen Orioles do stuff. We've seen other teams do things like that that I don't know. He's got a perf- – they're giving him every chance to get the job out of spring. He's so young, though. There's no I, – I don't think there's any way he makes a team out of spring. And, that's and what this I, that's is, what and I, I was want him to. I want him to make the team, but, you know, I've seen this story before. And I, don't, and I know there's some rule changes. If he comes up and, and performs at a certain level, he gets a full year of service time anyway. But, people, we're still talking about – Unless they want to just lock him up right away, then they don't care about service time. But if they want to keep him for all these years and and or to get the extra year, then we'll see him in May, right? There's so many things I can point to. Oh, he just needs more seasoning and all this stuff. Like this is what teams have done for so long that maybe I'm just accustomed to it. Maybe the maybe the Orioles are all of a sudden going to change the culture of baseball and young kids. But I don't know, man. Got, I want him up there. He got married. Yeah. 20. He's 20 years old. Hey, this might be I, your guy guy, Trev. Like, I think he's... I love him. Hey, let me get married so I don't have to worry about that anymore. And let me just go break every record. I've told you that, man. As soon as you get married, <laughs> you don't have to worry about shit anymore. Then you're out at night, on the road. Like, it helps your baseball game out, people. <laughs> so, as long as you got a good wife. This doesn't matter, but it does matter. His dad was so good. 889 career OPS. <laughs> Just jacked. Scary, dude. Nickname <laughs> Big Daddy. <laughs> I thought that was me. <laughs> um, He's so young. So young. Yeah, he got 18 games at AAA last year. If he has a sp- good camp, if he, he would have to really force their hand, I think, at camp. Because I just don't, I don't even know if they're in a rush. But he's penciled in on fan graphs and shit, so maybe. As for their rotation, I don't know. It's tough to look at for me now. Like, there's a lot of talent, but so hard to get repeat performances. Like, I think sophomore slump watches my storyline for the Orioles for the first three months. Sure. I don't think it's unfair. Three months, yeesh. I don't think it's unfair. Mm -mm. Because you don't have... We're trying to think of this as, you know, baseball as we've seen it over the last however long we've been watching baseball. Like, you see it, like trends are trends for a reason because they continue to happen. Like, the league figures you out. Like, it's, it is a very difficult thing to go have continued success throughout your entire baseball career. It just doesn't happen. So, it's not like a slight on these guys, like, oh, their stuff ticked down or, um, whatever. They didn't work hard in the offseason. It's like, well, no, there's a better game plan against you. And now they've seen you a little bit more. And Grayson's yeah. shown the ability to, Start shitty and then end strong. So an adjustment had to be made, and you know, like he's gonna be fine. He's a stud, dude. Mm. 
All right. Swerve and Irvin, still there. Love that. I'll make you hey, guys. My name is Rob. Jimmy. Nice name. Calling about my Giants. Uh, curious to see what Jung Hu Lee becomes. Uh, we want to get an extended look at him. He is, you know, if he's half the guy they claim him to be, if the media hypes him up to be, that's going to be great because the Giants have been starving for their big free agent. Uh, that's not to say he exactly is the dude for some people. I wouldn't say he is for myself after watching what the Dodgers did. Uh, yeah, not a fan. But we get Jung Hu Lee, and if he's half decent, we'll be excited for that. We'll feel a little bit better about our chances. After him, it's Kyle Harrison. He debuted last year, and he looked good. Uh, I don't think uh, – I don't have his numbers up, but he looked good, and I'm excited to see him pick up where he left off. I think he could be uh, a 1B starter after Logan Webb, depending on how Cobb looks, depending on what Jordan Hicks does. But, uh, yeah, Jung Hu Lee and Kyle Harrison are who I'm paying attention to uh, in spring training here. Also, shout out Amir Garrett. We got him on a minor league deal. My name's Chris Archer, and I'm having zero fun. Jake sucks. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, Archer catching strays? My guy. What was that? He didn't have any fun in that brawl. It's he just, did not. He did not. Matter of fact. No lies were told. Uh, I'll kick off a little bit. Harrison, he, him and Tiedemann, Ricky, they were the two like super young lefties that everyone was talking about last spring. Harrison gets uh, dipped in last year and puts up you know, find numbers and gets his feet wet. Yeah, if you're a Giants fan, if, if you think your team's going to do something this year, you have him pairing up with Logan Webb, and that's lefty-righty, one-two punch. Uh, Logan Webb, I, always uh, constantly underappreciated, like where his stats end up every year are, are pretty impressive compared to a lot of the pitchers in this league. And then Jung-Hoo Lee... It's it's some mental gymnastics because I think we've come in all a little, you know, foot on the brake uh, if we're we're driving. Interested to see, but yeah, I'm certain. You know, we're in Fangraphs projection season and stuff like that, and they they've got him going like 290 batting average, 350 on base. Which yeah, if he does that, that's a that's a really nice center field ball player. Um, but I think the other thing to look out for, even if he does get off to this great start and he shows you. Like, look at Yoshida last year, Seiya Suzuki. Like, this first season of 162 um, in MLB, like, is it a tale of two halves, or can he flip that and even if he starts slow, get better? That's that's what I would want to track. Like, what, what does his year look like on the whole? Yeah, me and uh, Jimmy from uh, Jimmy the Giants fan listen to different media, I guess, because I, I have not been reading the Jung Ho Lee hype train articles. There's been a few out there, like patient hitter commands the strike zone, you know. But there's also like side by side comparison statistics between him and Hassan Kim. I've been reading the cautionary tale articles. Yeah, he's a full power guy, which is fine for where he's playing. Um, he's probably not going to go opera there very much, so the power numbers are probably going to be limited. I would say, just by his ability and the park he plays at. So you're banking on. You know, a high on base percentage. You're hoping that he kind of like figures uh, outfield out. Like there's kind of some mixed reviews there as well. Look, it's so hard to project how these guys are going to come over and perform when you get your first taste of Major League Baseball. That's just the bot. It's for anybody, prospects, people coming from different leagues, different countries. Uh, this is a wait and see for me. I, I I hope he does well. I hope he figures things out. I hope he can make adjustments the way they say he can make adjustments. He's going to have to. It's it's just different. Yeah. And then uh, Logan Webb's awesome. I'll echo that. He's one of my favorite pitchers to watch. That power sinker's just nasty. Sports ball. Info Solutions' last line on an article about Lee says, Lee should turn into a solid to above average player with, with some upside, a la Jeff McNeil. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. It's interesting, just like the those words, average to above average, by um, Sports Info Solutions, mean different to your average fan. Because the average fan judges everyone <clears throat> off versus the top 10% in the entire sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
that means all they're, they're, they're saying he's going to be around like 95 to 105 OPS plus. And as a fan, when you pay big money for a dude, you're naturally expecting him to be way bigger than that. So that I think that's where like the the uh, reading articles from the scouts and shit is get you get a different understanding. Six years, one thirteen. He got. I forgot he got that much money. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the, you know, when when people are saying that's your potential, I just think that's scary because if there's a step down from that, yeah, then you're probably not living up to that contract. But hey, I mean, again, if I think he's regarded as a better, a little bit of a better hitter than Hassan Kim coming in, but Hassan Kim's this incredible defender. Um. That let's see what, that job. Let's see what that looks like. So, Hassan Kim's bumped two hundred plus mil to other positions. That's awesome, dude. Fucking love that. Yeah. Xander Bogarts. I mean, going back there, he had an incredible response to it. If you guys want to check that out, like he handled it like the best way you could ever handle. Something. Yeah, he's won twice. Dude probably wants to win again pretty bad. And he, he goes, got, I won one at third paid. base. I won one at shortstop. Now I want to win one at second base. I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> It's awesome. awesome. All right, so, I mean, I guess I consider myself an Angels fan, but I honestly don't know uh, how much longer uh, I can take it. But um, with that said, I think the biggest struggle the Angels are going to have this offseason, as I just said, is giving fans a reason to be fans of them because right now, I mean, unless something drastic changes, they already sells or something. I mean, it just seems like there's absolutely no reason to uh, to watch them and give them, you know, a cent of your money or a second of your time because it's like no matter what, it's like they're determined to win no more than 80 games every year. So, yeah. Is there that, a question in there? Was that just a diary entry? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Are you okay? What this is that? what's happening to Angels fans, man. What was that? We shouldn't be Sad. laughing at this. He was, I felt like there was a baby crying in the middle at some point. Just, just, I appreciate the I can call. be. I can be the optimistic guy here. I can. That was sad. Mike Trout's right. not asking for a trade, man. It's fine. Yet. She would. But he might in the future. That's funny. That was a great answer by him. I'll, I'll, I'll give you four reasons, five reasons to be excited and maybe watch this team. Mickey Moniak, Logan O'Hoppy, Zach Neto, and Nolan Chanuel. Chanuel. And Ron Washington. That's five. Yeah, and Ron Washington. I, Ron and the kids can be fun. I'm more that's in- what I'm saying. Like These kids are fun, and Ron like is going to bring that out. He was already out there. What I love about fucking Ron Washington, he was out there. Most managers just rove around and they fucking, I'm going to do that. He is in the trenches with these dudes. That's that's what I was wondering when he took the job. Is he still going to be in the trenches? He was. He's out there with Zach Neto at shortstop being like, nah, bro, do this, do that. Like, I love that. So you can get excited about Ron and the kids. That's what I would get excited about. Okay. I agree. What's wrong? My favorite picture of Ron Washington is Wikipedia. (laughs) Best. <laughs> he doesn't know his favorite <laughs> picture fall. of him, but Neutra that's fall. it. Neutral fall. <laughs> hey guys, talking baseball listener here, Caden from California, aka Giraffe Man. <laughs> I am doing the Guardians. I'm a longtime Guardian fan from Cleveland. Couple things to watch. Shortstop. Don't have one. It's going to be between Daniel <laughs> Arias and Ryan Rocchio. Rocchio. Rocchio is the minor league stud. Arias played in the majors last year, did pretty well at the end of the year, but he was the centerpiece of the Clevenger trade, so we got a tough thing there. We don't have a single outfielder. Not one. Not one at all. No. Uh, hopefully, it's true. maybe does something. That'd be nice. If you guys oh, can help boy. Us, if you take all of our good players. And other than that, if our pitching stays healthy, and we get a couple guys that could take a big step on offense, like Josh Naylor and Andres Jimenez, and have Jose back. I mean, I know Trev loves the Twins, man, but we if they're healthy, we got one of the best rotations in baseball. So I think the Guardians should be a sneaky good team. 
We just got to get lucky like we did in 2022, and hopefully we don't play those stinky Yankees. Go Guardians. Jake sucks. Yeah. Well, we have the Guardians TPP coming yeah. up, and this was like a – That was a roller coaster. This was an overall voicemail. Awesome voicemail. Love the energy. Uh, I love the optimism at the end, uh, even though he opened up with not having four positions. Shortstop, we don't have one. We don't have a single outfielder. I think one. those are his quotes. And, uh, yeah, so we we have the Guardians uh, team profile and projection coming up, but good voicemail. Made me rethink maybe what I was saying. Nah. I think, look, Quan is an outfielder. You have Quan yeah. as an outfielder. Quan's he, yeah. still put up, he still put up a 3-6 war last year, even though he was dead on 100 OPS+. plus. So, like, you know, you're getting value there, and he's making nothing. So you have one outfielder. You've been searching for a power bat in your outfield for God knows how long. Uh, I always bring this up. I'm sorry. Nolan Jones is going to be an absolute star. That was a that was a bad one for you guys. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you don't have you. I mean, other than that, yeah, you're searching. And the shortstop thing is, I don't know how they're going to figure that out. We talked about that on the TPP. A lot of people like Rokio. Arias is there. I, I think. I don't know how they're going to handle that one. It depends on how they really think their season is going to go. And I don't. I'm not in their minds. If they really think that they can compete. With you know the rotation's good and the the division is not that good, so we can compete. If they really think that, then you got to put your best foot forward opening day. I don't know if they're going to do that though. And we we kind we just did the TPP, so we don't want to give too too much away. But there's so many young players, and it's it's either <laughs> hey you're you're the Cincinnati Reds last year, and look at all this young talent in your lineup. Um, I just Cleveland hasn't had the reputation with the hitter, so it's it's going to be fun to find out with Naylor, Manzardo, whoever's at shortstop, a couple other guys, uh, Davison, De Los Santos, your guy, guy, mm. um, Division, bro. That, that yeah, like you know, uh, you can you could get an optimistic young core, and the Guardians front office deserves a, a bit of respect, or like you know, not to be hyper rude, and here's some shrapnel, but like. These Royals are supposed to be in, like, their young talent flip window, and it really didn't happen except kind of Bobby Witt. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting year in Cleveland. New manager, a lot of young guys, but that can mean a lot of things. Go get them. That's what I say. Go get them. Stephen Vogt. People are hating on the Twins. Chris Rose. People kind of hate the Twins. Yeah. I think people are mad that they're just kind of <laughs> winning the division. There's some things that could go wrong there, but they, they've done a good job. There's some solid, solid players there, right? People are hating on the Twins. People are sort of hating. They on got the Lopez, twins. extended him. They got Buxton, extended him. Like they've they've made some moves. I'm, I respect Brooks Lee. Lee. That's supposed to be like a fucking brought guy. in Trevor Plouffe, like you know. Matt Walner, the, the Minnesota Moose. Let's not talk twins. Hey, hey, let's can't talk twins. Let's this guy was a twins. he was a, a Guardians, Guardians fan. question. <clears throat> Speaking of DraftKings, wow, nice Treb. Uh, NBA season is rolling. God, what a weekend for them. Pause not, uh, but you can get in on the action with their no sweat bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. I will say this on my wedding anniversary, I got really bored, hadn't bet in a while. <laughs> Uh, bet on the All Star Game spread, and I won. Oh, I can't lose that. Can't lose that. Live bet <laughs> plus plus sixteen minus sixteen and a half for the East. Ugly a live bet, bet but on it the hit All Star Game, and maybe you could hit at the download. Happy anniversary! Download the DraftKings Sportsbook oh, app now. Use code Talking Chess asleep. New customers can get a no sweat bet, bet up to a thousand dollars if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Talking. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per customer issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash promos for deposit, wagering, and eligibility restrictions, terms, and response gaming resources one more ad real quick if you haven't watched the first uh game 
of mm. Blitzball Battle 4 on the JM Warehouse channel, there is an ad that Jake does that you have to go watch. It's a lot more of At least go find up. that. Like there's five of those. Yeah, so, well, this one's good. Yeah. Well, the Joe's one is special, so be on the lookout for that. Look out for Joe's. Anything can be Always. content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two more. All right, timer set. So the Reds' biggest thing going into the season, you know, Turner plays that veteran presence. Lotto's been there for like 17 seasons. That's going to be a big, you know, who has the beginning of the season. What are we going to do there? Um, you know, they talked about moving um, Jonathan India there. It's going to be – there's a big log jam really in the infield, outfielders. we got three lefty starting outfielders. So platoon there is going to be rough. Uh, if they have the status was correct, it's going to be rough there. Um, but that's the biggest thing. Health for the starters. I think this team can really win the central this year. Um, you know, if you squint real hard, they, they can win the central. You know, but if you're not squinting, you're like, man, this team's got some holes to fill. But they've got a lot of depth uh, in the farm system, their top ten farm system. Uh, and they're just rolling out guys. So, Ellie De La Cruz at the All-Star game, let's get him there. Jake sucks. Keep it real. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Votto. I never really thought about that. Yeah. Votto leaving, is that similar to a, a Yachty leaving? Because like, who is the veteran now? Is it, is it India, who has three years of service time? And kind of like fighting, in a way? Like they talked about trading him? Maybe because Candelario's um, just got over there. He's got six years, but he's just got over there. Tyler Stevenson's got three years on their roster. Like, who's the veteran? Frankie Montas. Luke Molly. I would add somebody so I would get Longoria over there so mm. freaking fast. Hey, Longo, you're not going to play much, dude. We have a shit ton of infielders, <clears throat> but like, want to come hang and like, be with the boys for a year and like teach them how to do things right. Like they they need somebody. That's, That's what he just did with the baby snakes, right? Yeah. That's interesting, dude. I didn't, I actually never put that together. Votto leaving and now there's a void of veteran presence. Who's even the mainstay? <clears throat> it's like I India. think it's in Jonathan India. That's nuts. I'm looking at the roster right now and you know there's like Emilio Pagan just got over there. Suter just got over there. Um, they mean, need an yeah. old pitcher too. <laughs> Bring in yeah. like Rich Hill. India's been in three seasons. That's like when um, um, Mancini was the veteran of the Orioles, and he was like, "I'm two years in." <laughs> I will Me? say, I, I think, I think sneaky Stevenson's been a part of four seasons, <clears throat> and he's okay. a catcher. Catchers natural leaders. Yep. Um, I think T.J. Friedel. Catchers work with a. I just work with the pitchers too much, dude. Like, they yeah, don't. well, they got to keep them happy. You know their deal. He's just saying they don't have free time. That, like, I yeah. think Sneaky, Friedel, India, and Stevenson have all been there for like three years, kind of. So you've got oh. something there. But I, I love bringing in a couple olds. You got to. You got to bring in somebody. That's that's a great point. Whoever that that voicemail. Yeah, you think about all the people they had a couple years ago. Like in India's first year around him, he had. Barnhart, Votto, uh, Winker was young, but he was part of that crew. Remember we had him on the show? Castellanos was yeah. there. Oh, Moose, Moose was there. Yeah, you weren't part of that. They didn't invite Moose. you. You had... Um, he signed, though. You had a lot of veterans there India's first year. Yeah, that is an interesting storyline. Moose, the White Sox? Yeah. Can they trade... I was going to try to trade trade with the Blue Jays. Doesn't really line up. Never mind. Never we gotta mind. find. We gotta find a, a veteran for the Reds. We gotta find a veteran for them. A Reds vet. Okay. Give me a second. We can find you an old. Let's see. Jake's looking. Pitcher find, or hitter? <clears throat> hitter. hitter. Gotta be a hitter. Dick care about part-time players. Um. Let's see. Brandon <laughs> Belt. Great. I'd done. Great. That's Job great. They're talking about first base. What else do you need? That's all. You did a great job, Jake. Great find. Problem solved. Next. Okay. Next. <laughs> if they do that, they got to trade somebody, but okay. Good. That's one. Hey, talking baseball. It's Nolan from Atlanta, Georgia here. Big Braves fan. Um, 
there's really not much to talk about with the Braves, is there? Uh, I think the storylines I'm worried about is who's going to lock up that fifth starter spot between Elder and company. Um, is Chris Sale going to be able to stay healthy? And if so, how is he going to perform? You know, he needs to be healthy for the playoffs at the very least. And I think another thing is, are we going to lock up Max Street or are we going to lose him to agency? And so it's like inevitably the Dodgers, like, I feel like he's been a Dodger for the last three years without even being on the Dodgers. But, uh, yeah, not many questions. Um, just a couple of rotation spots. All right. I love it, Braves fans. Nothing nothing doing, but we're just kind of worried about next year. Is Freed going to be here next year? Fun. What a, what a good place to be. And, Trev, you know the answer to that Freed question, right? I would have uh, – this is my honest answer. Knowing him, I can't believe he hasn't already signed a long-term contract right? in Atlanta. It's crazy. Like, he's not a guy that's out there to gouge anybody for money. Uh, like, he's not like, I need a test-free agency. I don't think he even needs to be in Los Angeles. Like, I don't think he needs to be a Dodger. Like, that's Honestly, it's not his personality. Like, he's had success there. He's comfortable there. Like, I feel like he should have been locked up so long ago, and they just missed the window. And even his agency, like, CAA is not, like, uh, we need to test free agency. They're not that kind of eight. They're not like they, they're okay with ex- extensions. So it, it's shocking to me that it hasn't happened yet. Um, but at this point, yeah, I think he's, he's going to see what's out there. And I actually don't see him as a Dodger. How about that? Ooh, I just don't see it. Okay. Would so, love it. It's a phrase I I've, more often. A phrase I've never used seriously, but I mean, sneaky, like rent free voicemail there. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max Fried's contract year, you've already got him in the Dodgers next year. That's a little, I mean, I guess good for the Dodgers. That's just how they've been living. Um, hey, Max Fried's last 83 starts. They have a lot of pitchers, the Dodgers. Four years. 266 ERA. He's a stud. Man, if Matt, if Max is out there for 27 plus starts this year, he is going to get Baglio or Dornia's. Ooh. I didn't like that. Dude, honestly, and 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 I know. Come on, just people get mad when I talk about this, but he's like a great person. Like, he's a you, nice guy. He's like a nice guy. He's not gonna Good fuck dude. up. Like that, you have to take that into consideration. Dude. Like he's like, kind of not date my he? daughter because I'm worried my daughter would be like rude to him. Mm, she break his <laughs> dude, heart. Like, yeah, my daughter he, he can break. do better than that. My daughter's, my daughter's a little mean. Break Max. your heart. <laughs> my daughter's just a little mean. Wow. Yes, yeah, she is. You should find somebody kind. Damn. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I don't that's yeah. that's it's insane that he hasn't. But yeah, they're they're so set. It's ridiculous, man. Brave spring training, worried about free agency. Come on. I, I do, I do, I do. Uh, I mean here here's their fifth starter candidates. Elder, Darius Vines, uh, Smith Shaver, Dylan Dot. There's so many. Husker Yanoa, um, Ian Anderson, Ion. Can you can you step it back up? They have a lot of options. I am very, very curious to see if Chris Sale just gets like a spark of new life. He looks the same. You like guys, he's like, he was a good life. Do you see that video of him having catch with Freed? It looked awful. <laughs> oh. Like, no. no, like in a complimentary way. Like the the way the ball comes out of his it's, hand. Yeah. It's just, I, was, I felt bad for Freed. Like that's the worst throwing partner ever. I want to watch the weird, this. Where it's, was it's, it? It's probably the weirdest at bat that I've ever, t- I ever took in the big leagues was is Chris Sale. I got used to it because I faced him so much, but it's, it is a strange. It's different. It was either Braves or MLB media account, but it was like, yeah, look at them playing catch. I was like, that stinks for free. Dude. If the, if they give Sale the the fifth starter job out of spring training, I I would assume they have almost a six man ish rotation where like you got somebody ready to like. I don't think he's gonna go long in games to start the year, so you have to have another guy. Swing guy, whoever that may be. Uh, but I would bank on him being, I think, the fifth guy. Okay. All right. Is there any more? That's a, that's it. Trev, the three pitchers you face the most is hell. That's yeah, not great. <laughs> Sale, Kluber, Verlander. Yeah. It's tough. It was tough. The division was very uh, flush with pitching when I was there, starting pitching for sure. Damn, I did Corey. my best, guys. Fuck. Yeah. 
Identical batting averages versus Sale and Kluber. 283. 286. 283. That's pretty good, Trev. Thanks, Kluber guys. never walked you. I was I wasn't I was never a batting average guy. I was ahead of my time. How about oh, can we talk about Bill James? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. I can't. I you should that. have taken that to the grave. You should never have said that. <laughs> yeah, I said it's basically like the Pope coming out and being like, you know what? Gay marriage is cool. Divorce is fine. Everything we were talking about before is bullshit. Like, people are living and dying on your word, Bill James. All the nerds out there have been telling Jake and I clutch doesn't exist and situational baseball is a sham. Bill James said it. And Bill's like, actually, guys, uh, uh, we didn't have enough data. I think I might have been part of the problem here or really led uh, uh, people thinking that situational hitting if you need, exist. If you believe in the analytics, you need to believe in the analytics all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Human element. There is no human element. We can't track it. So it went from, we have the data that supports that there is no such thing as situational hitting to, we didn't have enough data to support <laughs> the fact that there was no situational hitting. Dude, and every single player that stepped in a batter's box has said, well, there's guys that handle the bat a little bit better than others in situations. This guy can put the barrel to the ball and maybe move a runner or hit behind a runner. This guy's better in RBI situations. And now we're, we got completely shit on. And now all of a sudden it's like, actually... That's true. And if you just watch the games, you'd know it's mm. true. I mean Some guys can bunt, some guys can't. Trev, I haven't sometimes bunting's okay. I haven't I haven't reacted to this from a place of anger yet. Cause I was just like, thank God that this farce is over. Because you're fucking God, the one who made the laws. That's it's gotta be tough. Came down and said, Never mind, everybody. And I love analytics and I love diving into data. Sure. But it's unbelievable that there were people and still probably people out there were like, well, actually Bill James didn't mean all that. Like still finding like that. We're just dismissing the players. <laughs> it needs to coexist. Like That's the data doesn't exist. Coexist. Interview every fucking player and there's some data and they're like, no, that data is not a number. So, only numbers here. It's like the most obtuse thing that has ever happened by a smart person. Too smart for their own good. Yes. I know a lot of people like that, dude. A lot of people. It's good to be just a little dumb. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Billy Butler, great editor. <laughs> Come on. Great We're friends. Hitter. Great hitter. Text him. I don't think I have his number anymore. You do. Trev. Didn't he text you? You do. One of the first times. save it? One of the first time Trev. we like talked to you, you had a text from her like last year or something like that. That's a Jake move. No, don't you remember? I think I've told this story before. Billy Butler would give me his number. Like he would, he would hit batting practice and then he would stay outside and like hang out with the other team when like the twins, when we would hit batting practice, he would talk to me and he'd like give me his number. He'd give you his number like five times. And but you yeah, still don't like, think you have sure, it, Billy? <laughs> and you didn't save I it? I just wouldn't text him. Did it Billy Butler hate like, his teammates? Is that what we're finding no, out? No, he's, he's... I don't want this to be like a Billy Butler slander session. He's a great guy. Sounds like he's you're hilarious, nice very nice. He just like, that's... He loved being at the yard and talking ball, dude. He just loved it so much. I like that. Dude likes baseball. He was collecting data that mattered to him. Yeah. Insights. He could hit, bro. He could Situations. Hit. So, yeah. Thanks, Bill James. Just a casual Sunday night or Saturday night, whatever it was. Never mind. Sorry to my faithful listeners. Never mind. Oh. Ground balls to second when there's a runner on second can help you win a game? And you can do it on purpose? Nah. And some guys might be better at or it's it. It's a than tool others. that if you can do it on purpose. Luis or I should go back to fucking arbitration. <laughs> no, let's do this again. Hey, have you seen the video that Jake tagged me personally in uh, about Luis or that maybe you mm. have or have not? The drill he does when he hits off a tee. Mm. It's fucking wild, Trev. Do you do you have the shot of me? So if this yeah, is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the tee, he goes and he's looking at the ball and then he looks down. And then his, he, but it was hilarious how he did it. So after every swing, 
Okay. And snapped his head like right back to look at the ball. Jake, I don't know where you saw that, but you tagged me in. I think it was on Instant Ham. It was on Instagram. I don't know what account or anything. Yeah. Maybe it was his. I think I sent it to you. That's what I'm saying. You sent it to me. Yeah. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. I know him and Nelly Cruz do some interesting drills together. I know that. Hey, whatever it's he's doing. It's working. It'd be working. It's working. It's working. I like him. I know. All right. Is that the app? That's the app. That's it. Mm. MLB and Luis Rez combined on it. The lab. So much bodily fluid lost this weekend between the four of us. Oh, dehydrated. It's true. Oh, I was hydrated. Mm. I haven't had a drink in a week. Thanks, people. <laughs> <laughs>